Hello everyone and welcome back to Video Games Are the Worst Thing on Earth. I'm Alton, with me as always is Reese. Hello. Okay. Ah. And we just wanna, this is gonna be like a chill episode because uh, we need to just keep just churning out that content, that lovely content millet that our this audience This will not craves. be a, a, a chill episode. I, I am gonna mentally ill the shit out of this episode so uh, i hope you're ready for uh a panic attack of an episode everybody uh hold on tight okay well i'll be chill reese will be mentally ill and k will be just right so we got the that's right <laughs> just so we get all our three base the three <laughs> genders covered exactly that's right <laughs> anyway lame jokes aside let's dig into this week's news or this month's, I guess I should say. <laughs> this season's news. The season's news. Season's newsing to you all. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know about that. The, I'm cutting all I, of I, this. <laughs> really like the idea of a, of a newspaper just called The Summer Report, and it's just a list of deaths by climate change. <laughs> <laughs> Used to be really cute until things changed. <laughs> all right. Uh... Speaking of mass death, <laughs> Fortnite's what? adding a museum about the Holocaust. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, and uh, this is uh, we reported way back on like they're adding like a Martin Luther King exhibition. Yeah, I learned a lot from that. Uh, like, I'm pretty sure Reese, you're the only person who actually plays Fortnite. It's true. I am the sinner. You play Fortnite? Yeah. Yes, I do. I need to reconsider some things. Go on. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Listen, there, any one of your friends, your family, could be one of them, a Fortnite player. <laughs> Reese, I want to know, have you experienced the, the Martin Luther King uh, exhibit or indeed this Holocaust exhibit? Uh, I, I haven't checked out the Holocaust exhibit, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like I, I don't need to explain why I haven't stopped by. Uh, it's cause I don't want to learn about the Holocaust. Um, <laughs> yeah. Reese is, Reese is denying that the Holocaust. <laughs> I think that this is slightly better, uh, you know, in Fortnite language than the Martin Luther King exhibit. Cause that was just like a, a movie theater event. Right. Um, they end like previously they've shown like inception and Lord knows what else. And then they showed like, they had like a Martin Luther King extravaganza where you could like buy tomatoes and throw them at the screen and jump around, what? Um, which was, <laughs> Oh yeah. I forgot about that. I get the feeling this one's going to be a little bit more thoughtful where you're going to have like a less chaotic um, sort of museum to just go through. Because each like Fortnite just has a zillion little like creator mode maps. And I think this is just going to be one of them with like, you know, guns turned off and everything. Museum. Um, it's basically just a digital museum. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, you know, have... That I, I assume there will still be people with open chat uh, letting people know uh, that uh, we don't consider the supply lines uh, might have might have killed the Jews. <laughs> There's going to be somebody uh, there very yeah. interested in why the concentration camps had pools, um, the, the, <laughs> the capacity of the ovens 
just the all the most disgusting anti-semitic things you can imagine because this is a video game and there are going to be gamers there yeah um i i will not be checking it out because it's it's upsetting um but i i do really like the idea of you know somebody going through it and just being like no shit no shit, this was recent. This is pretty recent. <laughs> like, just being blown away. <laughs> by, somebody by the Holocaust. learning about the Holocaust from Fortnite? Jesus. I mean, I could, considering the state of, uh, you know, education in in this, this horrid country, you know, I, I, I mean, meaning either the United States or England, uh, right. <laughs> including all the hosts, that uh, that it has to be true, right? There has to be just some kid... With like in a deeply conservative family being homeschooled as being like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Why don't we learn about this? Um, and I cannot wait for the screaming fight uh, oh that ends God. the family that results. Yeah. Wow. There's so many Nazis in the comments of the video embedded in the article, the YouTube video. <laughs> the YouTube video? Oh, God. Oh, okay. I want to see. Yeah. That. The video is published by the Jewish Chronicle, which is like a right wing, um, like Zionist paper in this country okay there's no comments the discussion has been closed <laughs> this article is from pcgamer.com and unsurprisingly the comment section has been closed which we'll get to as to why that is later because we actually have another thing that ties into this oh perfect you know the comments are on the youtube video that's embedded in the article not the article <laughs> right oh well i i don't see any of the anti-semitic ones but there's somebody with a avatar of conquer from conquer's bad fur day uh mm -hmm. says looks amazing can't wait to experience it in the game <laughs> awesome I, awesome somehow people just being like this feature is so cool there's talking about it like it's a new gameplay feature or like a new map you know what i mean yeah yeah i mean the the content churn on uh, Fortnite of like what they feature or what's like from Epic, uh, the developer, is just constantly changing. And 99% of the time, it's just like the Lantern Festival. Solve all the puzzles and get a lantern emote. And it's just like the dumbest shit like that. And it's every so often, you know, uh, something gets slotted in there that actually like, you know, raises the hackles of, of people that's not just pure thoughtless dog shit and it's it's really funny how <laughs> the the reaction is well, another comment points out world first quote unquote 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 fortnite holocaust museum that sounds like a threat um we're <laughs> gonna get i mean i know there's like more than one museum about the holocaust are we just gonna get all of them in fortnite are we gonna I... get like all our museums in fortnite like they just convert the entire Smithsonian to Fortnite. I think that that is absolutely going to happen. It's like the twenty, yeah. like the next, the twenty second century is just like Fortnite's going to be the new like Library of Congress. <laughs> if something's <laughs> if something's important, they would like put it in <laughs> Fortnite. Um, you know what? I think that's what's going to happen. So we should, we got to get established on Fortnite now. I think we you we think need so? to do. Yeah. We need to learn how to be Fortnite creators. I'm I'm press ganging you two into this. And we're gonna make Damn. the Shinzo Abe <laughs> Memorial, Memorial Museum. Museum. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, that feels possible somehow. We should do that. <laughs> I think that you know what? 
if weird Catholic people can like take over Roblox, I think we can do the same for Fortnite. Uh, yeah, I think three. I think you know they can have Catholic mass, and we can have three uh, D printed gun mass uh, uh, in uh, in Fortnite. <laughs> anyway, I'm not gonna reiterate the the circumstances around uh, the doohickey and its glorious uh, defeat <laughs> of Shinzo Abe. You're you're not gonna give step by step instructions how to build the doohickey uh, on this. No, pod. I am. <laughs> well, that's gonna be that's going in the Patreon. Yeah, exactly. Obviously, that's premium content. We can't just put I that mean, on the main. Profiting pod. off of it. That's yeah. Even more yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, our next topic of the day is Ubisoft. Boo! I'm get sorry, out. Continue. And this is the thing: is that this is actually apparently like on the face of it like a good news for once because uh this is an article from pc gamer by jody mcgregor that says uh ubisoft says assassin's creed mirage is only 20 to 30 hours long but yeah honestly i'm, I'm really i'm really kind of uh pleased that this seems like they're seemingly taking this experimental step in having a video game that isn't just mindless fluff like 200 hours i'm i'm curious if the game is actually going to be less mindless fluff or if it's just going to be shorter i yeah. really hope just... <laughs> it's less mindless fluff but it's ubisoft so there's every possibility that this is just like exactly the same but just shorter which i mean i guess to me would actually be a positive right yeah I almost feel like my reaction is that there's going to be more mindless fluff. I, I, I just don't see them making a, uh, a smart decision for, for the gamers over there by those French freaks. Mm -hmm. um, they, I, I just see them being like, well, we can just make it shorter. And, you know, you, you can play <laughs> uh, Mahjong or <laughs> something for uh, another hundred hours, which is... Which is honestly too substantial of a content. Um, just, I think it's just going to be like a, a ton of bonus dog shit, uh, and the story is just going to be less. Uh, I, I don't think it's going to be more substantial at all. Because, because in in the in, in the practice of like, I think a lot of similar games, like the math seems to be it's like we can make the game shorter and put less in it, and make it and just have a bunch of like gamer bloat shit in there if you want and the hogs will be pleased so that's the direction i think they're gonna go yeah probably i also want to highlight the difference between the uh, twitter comments on this article are all like yeah good i hope that mm -hmm. it's they you know focus the actual gameplay to like 30 hours of like actually good content and then like the fucking the fucking comments on the article on the pc gamer web page is just like fucking you got what you asked for. Short game, lower budget, 10 hours of story, 20 hours of filler, all for the lower price of 60 pounds. Have fun. Me, I'm looking forward to lose myself again in the worlds of Origins, Odyssey, and Valhalla. Thumb. I, suppose that, I think that's supposed to be a thumbs up emoji, but it doesn't actually show. Oh, it's ambiguous. It could be thumbs down. Yeah. Uh, wow. <laughs> Icarus78 says it better not cost more than $30. Uh <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it won't. Don't worry. That's that's really been uh Ubisoft is constantly thinking about your pocketbook. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what they care about. 
I'm not, and then Dan O'Blamo says, I'm not going to buy it if it's that short. That's dreadful. Before any of you say, wouldn't you rather have 20 hours of good gameplay than 100 hours of mediocre gameplay? Longer doesn't automatically mean worse. They're unrelated. AC Odyssey was fantastic, and that was a 100-hour game. On the other hand, we can definitely say a game will presumably cost $80 for 20 hours of that which is $4 per hour. That's absurd. Be patient and wait till it's on sale in years for $20 and show Ubisoft you're not falling for their content shrinkflation. So, I mean, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of arguments that people can say that, like, yeah, there's no guarantee that this is going to be, like, a, f a much better focused, shorter experience. But also, it's just, like, I don't know. I don't understand the Ubisoft people. I don't understand the Ubisoft creatures. Like, the people who are, like, You've taken away my 200 hours of slop and mindless collectathon bullshit. Well, I, I think that's the thing. None of them are enjoying themselves. So uh, the only way they know how to respond to anything is with anger. There's no positive outcome for these people. They're they're looking forward to an Assassin's Creed game in 2023. I mean, yeah, <laughs> there's only one mercy for them. <laughs> and again, it's like I think this this logic of like breaking down video games as like a pure cost per hour of entertainment is such an insane thing to do to a supposedly oh, yeah. artistic medium i really don't feel like you should be allowed to do that <laughs> like you can't just say that like well why do they want me to go to this movie that's 90 minutes versus oppenheimer which is three and a half hours you know <laughs> yeah and I think it's it's telling how there's no actual real like articulation for the argument for bigger games. Um, it's it's just like instinctually inside they want the biggest, cheapest uh, buffet of all time, and that's it. <laughs> there's no reason really why other than it's just like, well, what am I going to do with myself if I'm not playing Assassin's Creed forever? I mean, it's like, you would assume there's at least one person going like, oh, well, the length of the game gives you more time to sit with the character and then the back and forth with all of these NPCs, like, because that's, that's not true. Uh, there's no, I, I played Origin, and mm. the worst thing about it is it's how fucking huge it is. It would be so cool. Uh, I wouldn't say it's so cool, but I would think it'd be a playable Assassin's Creed, perhaps the last one, <laughs> if it was of a s smaller scope. But it's this weird, just like emotional reactionary argument of just like, for for whatever reason, it, they, they, they can't consider the argument. It just has to be forever. I'm just going to get pissed off about this. And I can't just, you know, choose not to buy an Assassin's Creed, the ultimate, you know, sane thing to do. Mm -hmm. they, they have to angrily not buy it for purposeful reasons say like, great i'm enjoy your beautiful consumerist prison yeah <laughs> the other thing is i think i i kind of want to try some of the later assassin's creed games but i just i just can't be asked to like fucking in, reinstall the ubisoft launcher because it just i don't know i already got like three launchers already yeah the way that like every single like triple a publisher has basically decided that yep we're gonna have our own platform and it will be way shittier than steam and hog computer resources and just i don't know make your experience worse for no discernible reason 
And even if you buy it on Steam, you still have to log in to our dog shit service. It's literally like the, the worst system possible. I own, both own and have played stuff like The Division on Steam. And it's like in order to play the game, you have to like start it through Steam and then it will open the the Ubisoft launcher and then you get into the game. It's just like, ugh. Yeah, it's a nightmare. Yeah, I played, uh, or I have played uh, Siege in the past, which I would defend as a legitimately good shooter. Um, right. But it's connecting with Uplay and the, just, just the darkness of of the vibes. And you're obviously getting infected by some kind of digital spores every second you're there. <laughs> um, it's, uh, it's untenable to me. <laughs> um, and uh, the number one reason why I stopped playing it, uh, number two being, is that I'm dog shit at it. But, um, but yeah. yeah. All right. Um, uh, there's also this article that apparently the account deletion uh, was like uh, the big scare about Ubisoft deleting inactive accounts was apparently they have to, to uh, comply with EU law about uh, data privacy protection. Um, huh, that doesn't sound right. Yeah. Is it Ubisoft saying that they're complying with EU law, or how how reliable is this source? <laughs> no other European company is doing this, as far as I know. Like, what's, uh, what's going on here? I don't know. It's it says that it uh, it takes into account a whole bunch of factors, whether or not they deleted uh, gaming activity of accounts since creation, the accounts libraries, duration of inactivity. Uh, meaning the last login to our ecosystem, including from Ubisoft games or Steam or from other platforms. Uh, in practice, as of today, we've never deleted accounts that have been inactive for less than four years. The existence of an active subscription tied to the account. Oh, so they won't delete the ones still paying them. That's good. Uh-huh. It's, it's weird. Those don't those don't breach any any laws. That's weird. I I th this sounds like bullshit to me this sounds like ubisoft is saying they don't know how to do the dishes it's not it's, it's just nothing can be done <laughs> i'm ready to move on from ubisoft I, I mean it seems like they give you a, a warning email 30 days prior to account deletion and if a user tries to I log in during that it. window they'll receive a notice and a link to reactivate account upon login so i mean it seems like they warn you before they do this at bare minimum but the only thing that really pisses me off about this, honestly, is that they warn you beforehand. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it should it, it should be sudden. You should lose everything immediately. That's uh, right. Just imagine the please. freedom of being cut off from the Ubisoft ecosystem permanently. Oh, please. It's like, I, I still have some kind of mental investment in, like, the Ubisoft dog shit because I've got, like, um, I've got, like, at least a few games on there. Come on, French guy. Vez, Gimo, whatever the fuck you're called, kill kill my account. Ezumo, and, and yeah. yeah, whatever, fucking yeah. you know, glove shitto. Come on, come on, you pussy. <laughs> come on, you pussy. Delete my account. You don't have the guts. That's right. <laughs> Just playing chicken with the with Ubisoft, being like, come on, you pussies, do it. <laughs> <laughs> I will never say that guy's name right. Fucking Guillermo del why, Toro. Why would you? Fucking. <laughs> uh, I forgot that um, my sister is not a gamer at all, uh, except she likes the Assassin's Creed uh, franchise because they're they usually have a historical setting. And at one point, that mattered a little bit. 
less so now. And so I just have like every Assassin's Creed <laughs> and the division on my account. And I'm ready for it to go. Uh yep. French pussies. <laughs> this can't be right. I'm like looking at my I know I've got more games than this. Like it says I only have Far Cry 4, The Division, and Uno. That doesn't sound right. It, come, it, come, it comes with you play, dog. That's <laughs> all you need? I have The Division 2. I know I do. Because I, I played it like for five seconds and I thought it sucked. If you have it through, through Steam, is it... Uh, oh no, my Steam stuff is connected to it. I don't know what to tell you. This I'm not a odd. Ubisoftologist. So this is very strange to me. Where's my where's my video games? I'm pretty sure I got an Assassin's Creed game too. They deleted your games. They're they're in the oh process of deleting them as you check it. They're deleting my games. <laughs> oh well. I guess that's not not exactly a big deal. Um so let's move on. <laughs> what a tangent. What a ridiculous <laughs> tangent. Uh anyway, our next story is apparently Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous, they put advertising tracking software into their game and then had to remove it quickly after, like, everyone on Earth got pissed off at them, which uh -huh. I think is very is a very reasonable thing to do. Like, how insane and, like, disconnected do you have to be to think that this is a good idea in any way? I can imagine... The the invasiveness of it and what I've seen is is being undersold because I feel like it's kind of par for the course to have uh, to have some invasive software in there and you you can just tell that they thought that they'd this is just like anti cheat but we're just getting marketing data or whatever mm -hmm. um, the the devs must have thought they could get away with just pushing it a little bit further because I have to imagine that this. This is probably more common uh, than we like to imagine. It's just that uh, the Pathfinder game probably wasn't uh, as as big um, and was just a little bit more egregious than just like any AAA game that you download that has like incredibly invasive software that comes along with it. Right. Here's an article from GameDeveloper.com. Pathfinder dev Owlcat ditches advertising tracking solution after fan backlash. Alcat said the fan reaction to the app's flyer update, which would have allowed it to collect data including IP addresses and OS details, surpassed its worst expectations by Chris Kerr. Alcat Games has quickly U-turned on its decision to introduce an advertising tracking solution called Apps Flyer into Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous due to a fan backlash that surpassed its, quote, worst expectations. So I think that that is... Like, they knew that there was going to be backlash, and they did it fucking anyway. I find it so interesting that their main excuse is, well, we didn't think you guys would mind this much. You know? Like, yeah. What, what we just that? thought you were going to be a little bit angry, not very, very angry. I don't think <laughs> I've ever seen gamers just be, like, a little bit upset by something. You know what I mean? I've never yeah. seen, like, a story where a developer does something shitty, and I'm like... I bet people will be a reasonable amount of upset about this. You know, it's like if you're talking about gamers, like it's zero to a hundred in like a fucking second. Yeah, they're known for their moderation, actually. Yeah. 
It, it seems like the only thing that differentiates this from many other games is that they didn't uh, include an opt-in, which is, you know, obviously uh, that's bad. It is better to have a game uh, that, that has this dog shit uh, avoidable. But it's, I feel like this practice is incredibly commonplace. And you, you can kind of tell, tell by Owlcat's reaction just being like, you, well, you're going to get mad at us now. <laughs> We're the ones you're going to pick on. Now, everybody does it. Everybody kills dogs, but we kill dogs with a crossbow. We're the bad ones. <laughs> like, <laughs> like this, the, the, this advertising stuff is happening in Uplay, I'm sure. Uh, in a number of other, any of the other big launchers probably has uh, incredibly invasive stuff. Epic has an incredibly invasive uh, data collection I'm um, sure. scheme around it. It's just that with with Steam, you know, you're you're not allowed to have the these kind of extra things without the opt in. Right. So it's that seems to be the only difference um, is is you still have to ask players to for them to vomit up all their information to you. Although some fans lauded the studio's quick response and transparencies, others on the Pathfinder subreddit suggested that the studio likely had a pre-prepared plan of action should the update ruffle feathers. Addressing that claim, Alcat said that scrapping AppsFlyer was an, quote, on-field decision made by the relevant authorities. Quote, some of us were quite pessimistic about this, so we were carefully monitoring social media, but the scale of outbursts surpassed the worst expectations and had to be reacted upon quickly, added Alcat's community liaison. I mean, this kind of sucks because, like, Alcat, you know, they make a lot of, of good games, and it's like, as you said, Reese, this isn't, like, something that's, like, unusual or even uncommon in video games or launchers or what have you, but yeah, they, the thing is though, like you have to set expectations. This was not the expectation for anyone going into this game. And so, mm. you know, Ubisoft does this on basically every single game they've ever made. And it's like, well, you can't do anything about it because it's Ubisoft, but a more independent developer does this. And it's like, you know, a breach of trust because they're held to a different standard than like the mega corpse that steal every piece of personal information they can about you. Yeah, I think there's something about the feeling with these smaller studios that like they might listen to you and they, you know, they did. You know, Ubisoft is just gonna keep going. Yeah, absolutely. You know you want. I don't give I don't give a fuck. They got like sex crimes to cover up. <laughs> I have to imagine that it's kind of just like the suddenness of it too was what pissed people off. Like I think if there was some kind of uh, message from the top that it was this is the game it was going to be. You'd have a lot more seedy comments on Reddit just being like, "Well, you know, it's not like they lied to you. They're they're just that's just the way the game is, and you don't have to play it if you don't like it." And uh, but probably phrased in a less kind manner because it's Reddit. Um, mm -hmm. But I don't know. It sucks. Um, yeah, uh, just assume everything. You install on your computer is just watching you uh, take those uh, life-threatening dumps um, and just be at peace. I do assume that. Is your computer, is your PC in your bathroom? <laughs> is, yours, is yours not, Kay? <laughs> yeah, Kay. That's not how we do it over here <laughs> in England. Sorry. This is, uh, like, this is like a serious MMO 
players like set up. <laughs> oh yeah, you play Final Fantasy fourteen. I forgot. Exactly. Exactly. Um, you can't. You can't just leave the raid. Uh, <laughs> the, the cat girls will get pissed off at you. Oh no! That, that, that psychologically has okay. holds power over me. <laughs> um, it makes perfect sense. I get it. Yeah, that makes sense. But uh, unfortunately, that does mean that Ubisoft is watching you poop. Good. Yeah. yeah enjoy, Frenchies. That's the problem is that they do enjoy it. They're like, power. <laughs> like, ooh la la. <laughs> we would not delete her account. Just oh. <laughs> 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 Ubisoft just watching you through your webcam, just going, oh. <laughs> it's the, the, the entire C suite of Ubisoft is crowded around like one standard definition monitor. <laughs> Look at you, you poop. A hundred percent. I would believe it. Those those sickos would do something like that. <laughs> Eve Zomo just being like, I wish this had this. This <laughs> I wish I could smell it. Oh God. That's nasty. Taking big huffs of his screen. It's like, oh I can I can almost smell it. Uh. <laughs> All right. I, I I declare that bit complete. I agree. Yeah, no more of that. Yeah. <laughs> um so basically, they said it would be a good tool to vastly reduce the waste and budget on ineffective content, which is crucial for a two-year-old game. So I, I don't know. It was somehow so they could tie, like, the social media interactions that they get versus, like, the people who play their game. Um, you know, I'm sure that they had, like, a good reason for it. But, I mean, I, I, I just don't understand how they didn't see this coming. Like, they kind of did, but... Like I said, I've never seen just a tiny amount of uh, rage at a video game company ever. It's either all or nothing, it, it seems like. Video games are very important. That's e why. Even if it's like an indie company um, or, or whatever, anything with any amount of success, you have to assume uh, the business is just going to assume that your love and trust in them is a resource they can spend. That's true. Um, and it's it's yeah. it's gonna it's certainly very true outside of gaming, but it's you, you you gotta just assume at at any point they're gonna hear some sort of PowerPoint presentation about the joys and endless splendor of inserting uh, spyware into strangers' computers. <laughs> I kind of want to do it. It's honestly not that hard. I had took a security cybersecurity class my minor and uh you know you can just download shit and just send it to people it, it's pretty shocking just how easy it would be to do that if you just felt like it yeah i can think of a few academic colleagues who don't mm. know how to fucking rotate a pdf that i could probably just email something to <laughs> <laughs> all right so speaking of you know crpgs the last thing in the news we want to talk about is the Baldur's Gate 3 discourse. And so there's not anything like specifically shitty about Baldur's Gate 3 or even its development, but for some reason, like this is a thing that is like a real huge pet peeve of mine where because a game is beloved, the people who love it are just like these horrible fucking shitheaded monsters who cannot even conceive of even mild criticisms of the things that they, you know, they supposedly love. Yeah. And it, 
it really got me going because I recently I just watched like the the latest uh to date this this fucking episode, James Stephanie Sterling Inquisition. And they brought up like this tweet thread by uh I'm hoping I'm pronouncing this correctly, Xavier Nelson Jr. That basically just talks about how a lot of people's expectations and throwing around terms of this is like the new standard of RPGs going forward. When uh, in this thread, uh, Nelson is like really making a great point about how this is like a perfect storm of like the perfect developer, like the perfect brand. This game that's been in development since 2017, which is insane. And how it's just like, this is sort of an unrealistic standard to hold companies to because of this perfect storm. And then like everyone in the comments is just like these blue check dipshits who are like taking it out of context and being like, it's perplexing to see a game developer telling consumers not to raise their expectations. Um, and I think that that the, the I hate these piggies. I hate these oinking, squealing trough hoglets. Anyone... Anyone who talks about consumers as like a class, um, silence forever. Mm. Yeah, it's it's really incredible to to be a person to be like, listen, I fucking purchased Baldur's Gate three before it came out. That's right, motherfucker, a pre order. That makes me <laughs> a little bit more knowledgeable than you about video games and what it means to play them <laughs> with my smooth, thoughtless mind. You're just gonna have to you're just gonna have to raise your standard. And I've heard it from like leftists just being like, I don't get why game devs are complaining about uh, Baldur's Gate 3, when like every single game dev uh, tweet about it is like a bunch of qualifiers, just or just being like talking about their fears and just having consumers just be like, tough shit, you're afraid you're gonna go out of business, maybe you deserve it. And then you like look in their bio and there's like Marxist living list. You're like, okay, whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could find that tweet to roast that person. Um, but the the thread by uh, Rit Nelson here is, you know, talks about how the dev cycle, it started in 2017, like they have other games that, you know, came before that uh, in, in the same genre to, to build not just experience, but the tech. And mm. so it's like there, there's a reason that, you know, every Rockstar game is more like powerful than the last and it's not just their slave labor it's the fact that they're able to keep building on the tech that they make to to make these games and if they don't have the tech they make a game specifically to uh learn how to use some new program or something they want to include in the game and release it to make some extra money um and then just it's all part of the same uh cycle and you're not going to get that with smaller devs especially people making crpgs this is such a unique scenario um that i i find it to be an incredibly persuasive uh thread it's just funny just immediately people are just oh uh, no yeah. you're, you're gonna do good games or else <laughs> or else i'll post exactly and i know uh and it's got to be so fucking annoying to be every other to any anything anyone else who's slightly RPG adjacent having to people like cruise by your your forums or your reviews or whatever and just being like, well, Baldur's Gate managed to do this, so I don't see why 
<laughs> you, you working alone in your basement can't can't do a little bit more. Um, and that's it's gonna feel so bad. Yeah, and I I really feel like this is gonna be this is what's gonna happen to like Celasta is it's just gonna be this like mountain of absolute fucking shitheads who are like, why isn't this game made by like twelve people? As good as the game made by 400 people over the course of six years. You know what I mean? Oh, fuck. I have to write a Celasta review on Steam real quick. Hold on. Um... <laughs> I think that this is like a massive achievement. And I think you're right, Reese, that this is this thread by Rit Nelson is, you know, very convincing. But it's also like just activated like the Manchurian candidate uh, trigger words like this frothing at the mouth consumer and it, it really is unrealistic to expect this standard of video game from like fucking anyone like except for like triple a studios but then again you can't expect it from them either for different reasons and i i just know it, i've i've already seen like reviews on celasta that are just like i can't fucking stand it because it's like uh, the reviews on i've seen some reviews on celasta that were like I can't believe how cheesy the voice acting is. And then when you get into dialogue, they stand in a row. It's so awkward and janky. It's the <laughs> best like, thing in the game. I know. It's, it's wonderful. I, I have enjoyed uh, playing Celasta with, with the pals and having a great time and kind of half ignoring Baldur's Gate 3. Now, you know, Baldur's Gate 3 looks incredible. Don't get me wrong. Um, whenever I get it, I'm sure I'm going to have a great time. Uh, no no shade on Baldur's Gate 3. Just that, you know, the game, games are, can still be fun <laughs> without uh, without them being the apex of whatever you wanted before. Apex and monster horniness, which I do respect. But um... <laughs> That's true. If there's one area in which Baldur's Gate 3 clearly has an advantage, it's in the being horny for monsters area. There's not really a lot of that going on in Celasta. There is, however, a quest line where someone tries to kill you because they wanted to sleep with your, your mother. Incredible game. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Yeah. I, I didn't know I was in Baldur's Gate 3. <laughs> hmm? Oh, was no, was that, that quest in Baldur's or, or was that in Celasta? That's in Celasta. In Celasta. Don't you remember when Alderbranch like, did the quest in the mine and then there's like, Wait, revenge on me? <laughs> I, I, that's a good I don't remember that, but I, that I, I all I remember is destroying factions and cackling. Um, that's that's well, the story. The good news me. is I have yeah. a video clip of that that happening. So, <laughs> great. <laughs> Wait, revenge on me, Gorum? Oh no, it's not Gorum. <laughs> Gorum doesn't try to kill you because they want to. That would be that amazing. Listen. <laughs> Uh, in depth to to the guy who only says "Welcome to Gorum's Emporium." Welcome to Gorum's Emporium. <laughs> and and the inside joke there is we we keep we keep accidentally clicking on that voice line and then on purpose clicking on it until yeah. until one of us gets angry at the other three. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's not my whole point. Is like you can have like incredible experiences with games like uh it doesn't have to be like it doesn't have to be like a six-year dev cycle with like the money of hasbro interactive and larry and studios like decades of experience you know 
building upon two of the most critically acclaimed CRPGs ever with Divinity Original Sin 1 and 2, um, which were already like huge, massive tour de forces in like the CRPG revival. Um, you can just have like this little indie game studio that makes you fucking uh, laugh when the little gnome woman says, welcome to Gorham's Emporium. <laughs> <laughs> and you stand in a straight line. It, it whips. Oh, she was a gnome. I thought she was just from Yorkshire. That one's for someone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, I'm sure there are lots of people having uh, perfect, perfect, joyous fun with Baldur's Gate 3. Um, it, it has co-op, right? So you can still have yeah. that, that, that experience. It's just, you know, fucking such a bummer to watch people need to like boil it down to this like very very silly essential where you it has to now that something has been this good everything let be this good and mm -hmm. I, I will express non-stop joylessness uh about it uh because i have no power over the game industry um when yeah. you when the, like the correct response as far as i'm concerned is just to appreciate that something like this got made and you know they're it managed to dodge all the various pitfalls that uh, must have been out there to to make something that seems uh, really good. Um, you know, none of us have played it, but I'm willing to acquiesce to the crowd on its quality, at least. Agreed. Yeah. Oh, man. One last thing about Baldur's Gate 3. The funniest complaint about it is the people getting mad that it's so horny because... Uh, Reese is 100% correct. Uh, we need to tell. I almost forgot about this, and thank you for reminding me, Reese. This is so important. This has been on the forefront of my brain, so <laughs> uh, because you you remember well, we got... it, I want you to read this tweet from Games Nosh, the most obnoxious fucking uh, the worst uh, possible name. All right, so we have a picture of Shepard admiring. Uh, Mass Effect Miranda's just gargantuan uh, ass um, taking up the entire screen. And Games Nosh says this to say about it. Remember how mad they were over this scene and how they celebrated its removal in the remaster? Remember that as you see the 20th story this week about how much they're loving Baldur Gates 3 nudity and sex stuff. <laughs> yeah. What did he mean by this? I... <laughs> I, having not played the game, like, I don't want to weigh in on this too much, but there's a lot of people on opening their psychosexual mind palace to discuss uh, you fucking the monsters uh, in, in Baldur's Gate 3 or whatever, whatever the races identify as. And the one that was even more dire than this is somebody, uh, some weeb complaining about how you know, oh, when Eastern games are horny, you know, the game's press comes down on them like a ton of bricks. Mm. And it's like, you know, I'm not here to to yuck your wee uh, yum, but I think that there is an Yeah, that's Kay's job. There, there is perhaps a age of consent issue that is not at play here with these other uh, games we're discussing. Like, <laughs> I, I remember exactly the tweet you're talking about because it was uh, Freda friend oh, of the Freda. show who quote tweeted this uh this guy called romangello 
uh, <laughs> who said, imagine if it's a Japanese game with anime graphics doing this, they'd be banned from all platforms. That's how double standard it is nowadays. West good, Japan bad. BS. And Freda was like, we all know why, exactly why a Japanese anime style game doing this could become a problem. <laughs> uh, and it, the image that Roman Gallo was showing was a, a news story that was Baldur's Gate 3's full nudity is giving players a shock from IGN. Which, uh, yeah, I, I think Freda has pretty much hit the nail on the head exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and I think that's so funny when you look at steam and it's just replete with you know my futa stepsister is running a <laughs> diner with my dad you know eight jesus christ um, yeah and like that stuff still pops in if you if you filter adult content and stuff um so i don't know if i agree with the initial assessment either uh and the series did peak with number five but <laughs> i would like to thank aiden from uh, the Vigatuto Discord for bringing this to our attention as well. Uh, because this is a screenshot I just posted of the Steam forums and the topics they're in. And holy oh, yeah. shit, is it like a whole ass just bowl of brainworms. It's incredible. So let's start from the bottom here. Uh, is this game woke uh, by Urkuza? <laughs> uh, this game will flop, mark my words, by Jijian. Oh, oh we got to get back, go around back to that guy uh, and let him know the game didn't flop. Uh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But... <laughs> I don't think it flopped. Uh, here's a here's one for the the lib brain worms. Why are Western developers still providing Russian localization? <laughs> it's like, uh. You're feeding into Putin's plan. Yeah. Uh. I can't believe <laughs> that this this video game and the developers actually. Uh, think that Crimea belongs in the Russian Federation. <laughs> I love the idea of somebody just sitting alone in their dark room, getting mad about that, just being just like, does anybody give a shit about Ukraine anymore? Um, and then I just saved an LGBTQ plus female goblin, question mark, question mark. <laughs> that's my favorite. Just, I mean, that doesn't mean? have to be, uh, maybe it's, that, that's a neutral-ish title. Maybe they're just like, oh, I'm so excited there are gay goblins. Uh, I understand. <laughs> it seems, 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 seems unlikely that's where it's going. A hundred percent. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily indicate uh, offense. It's just sort of like uh, incredulity. Like, there are gay goblins in this game? What? What? And then at the very top, like, like in real life? If you don't <laughs> like the game being woke, stop playing it, dot, dot, dot. Which, you know, fair enough. Yeah. I gotta go check to see what the fresh news is. Like that's that is a really good screenshot, but we gotta see what the the community find discuss view discussions. Uh, is the game really that good? I don't know why you're going on Steam discussions for that. The solution to male loneliness is the Steam forums. <laughs> why is every Baldur's Gate three player trans? Oh god, this one's this one's worth getting into, I think. This is uh, by Foxes. I logged onto Twitch to get the Twitch rewards and noticed every male streamer is playing a female character, and I noticed this too on a stream on the Steam forums. Everyone's screenshots showing nice-looking female characters, but they are clearly men. Is this game very popular with trans people? Uh which is not actually people being trans, I don't think. It's just it's just very funny that they think that that's what being trans is. 
is like <laughs> your Baldur's Gate 3 character doesn't match your your uh real life gender. It's very funny to me when somebody swings by a uh like just a smash hit in media like this um that transcends everything when you have such large audience and they just like they're self-selecting from their own like couple of streamers and they're just like is this game trans do trans people love this game it's like everybody loves this game dude uh you can (laughs) you 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 can create whatever little data set you want and you're gonna find uh you're gonna find some more information for your push port bin about Baldur's gate 3 force femming the world um which is happening but oh yeah absolutely it happened to me it'll happen to you (laughs) There's another one called Baldur's Gate, which is spelled uh, G-A-Y-T-E. Nice, nice, nice. <laughs> This game is inspiring some real great discourse. So head on over to the Steam forums uh, if you listen to this show and let yourself be known by saying that it's actually not gay enough and it's not trans enough. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um Share your your personal journey about how this game uh, made you a woman against your will, uh, mm. and, <laughs> uh, and get and and fight anybody who responds, uh, either in the positive or the negative. Uh, that's that's the Vagatwita way. Yeah, if you could, if you, <laughs> if you could imply somehow that it's Joe Biden's fault as well, I'd appreciate it. Oh, hundred percent. I want. Joe I'm not going to fucking imply that. Joe Joe Brandon. <laughs> Put Hunter's cock in Baldur's Gate 3. That's one of the cock options. Cock 2. Just to turn me gay. Oh, God. That person transvestigating Oppenheimer was so funny to me. Oh, Uh, yeah. Excuse me? Yeah, Reese posted about the person doing, like, transvestigation on Oppenheimer. I don't know. I don't remember where you posted it. it It's in the meme zone. Uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're like doing skull measurements to, to show that Oppenheimer has that, a female skull. They're talking doing about the Q angle. The Q angle, which I think is like their hip hip spacing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're they're looking at Oppenheimer's hips and making making some decisions. Yeah. This, this, this. And, and, and you know what? I I I, I loathe transvestigation, but you know. <laughs> A stopped clock is right twice a day. Uh, <laughs> Robert Oppenheimer was trans. That's right. 100%. That's going to be in my video. Uh, <laughs> uh, and on that bombshell, um, let's go ahead and wrap things up. Uh, so, Kay, where can people find you and your your upcoming video on the transvestigation of Robert Oppenheimer? <laughs> Oh, I'm so tempted to do it now. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Blue Sky at K and Skittles and also on YouTube there. Um, there's probably a link tree. Click yeah. on that. There's Click a link on all my links. Look at them. Touch them. Smell them. All right, Reese, where can people find you online? I, I will have to put one of these link trees together. Otherwise, I'm going to get kicked off the pod. Mm-hmm. But you can find me at... Uh, on Twitter or Blue Sky or Twitch at Your Very Good Bud. Um, that's it. All right. And you can find me at, on Twitter as at rude Fox Alton and find me on blue sky at the same at, I got the same handle everywhere now, baby. 
uh, and go check out my Twitch where I am currently playing through the original OG Mist. And you can come laugh at me as I struggle Ooh. feebly against the the most devious baby puzzles the '90s you, can create. You've gotten you've gotten a huge fan in uh, Zork Player sixty nine or yeah. whatever that guy's name was. Who's... I think his name was like his name is Zork Fan One. <laughs> Sick. Oh, uh, also check out uh, CRT Sound System. A radio show style video game music podcast uh where i talk a lot less uh and we listen to cool tunes and i've had uh both of these uh transvestigators on uh that i co-host with that's right <laughs> listen to the listen to the arcanum episode the best episode it's got arcanum a good episode it is a good episode uh but that is all for now i hope everyone had a good time listening to that and we'll see you next time bye bye bye, bye. Oh, 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 oh,